regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the first and hopefully, but probably not only, remote version of this show ever to be recorded. Lockdown special. Yeah, let's have big bad news music behind this, like uh, emergency alerts. And, uh, and and like uh, ticker tape. <laughs> I don't know where that goes. Is that bad or is that no, they, good? They have ticker tape at the end of a crisis. Yeah, oh, is that a good bit? Yeah. yeah, when the coronavirus is being paraded down Main Street in the okay. back of a Cadillac. Let's use police tape like ticker tape. Let's fire police tape into the air to let everyone know, bad. Oh, uh, I'm Joe Scrabbles. I'm joined by Steve Hogarty. Hi. And Gav Murphy. Hiya. From the dog's ass end of the internet. I know. Um, it's, how are you both doing? Are you okay? It's not good, guys. It's not good at all, is it? Let's be honest. Not perfect. I'm, I'm having a great time. Are you? I think that's <laughs> yeah. going to be proven wrong later in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> how much toilet roll do you all have? Uh, I've Ooh, got seven rolls. Seven rolls. I've got three rolls. Oh, my God. Gab, what are you on? Um, I think about seven rolls mm. left because I um I hoarded it because uh, you sly monkey. <laughs> I, I I bought four hundred and I've just, and I've just been selling them out the window. I thought you were gonna say I've just been eating them. <laughs> I found out they're delicious. <laughs> yeah, I've just been selling them out the to- out the windows to different people going past. Um, night supply and demand, lads. You know me. Um, but yeah, this is great Come, coming at you guys from. Uh, well, I'm just in my house, to be fair. Um, mm, same. Yeah, Steve's one looks the most interesting because uh, you've got, got a little blank up. I'm assuming you've put that up for the podcast, and you know, you, this is not just. You, uh, this is where I spend. <laughs> this is how I work from home. I like to build a little fort out of a duvet and some chairs that I've propped up. Yeah. So- uh, it's 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 my self isolation taken to the extreme. Yeah, like sub self isolation. Like <laughs> you've isolated to a house and then a duvet within the house, <laughs> like a six foot by six foot self isolation. I do like Joe as like basically head of news for a international company. You're just like, Correct. yeah, it'll be great. I'll just uh, work from home. And then all of a sudden. Everyone is just like, nah, you know, there's loads of news. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. I've been busier this week while I'm on my sofa than I've ever been at work. It sucks. Oh. <laughs> it's like they Stupid knew. Stupid fucking companies taking advantage. I guess like, the idea is there's like a big captive audience in it, but still. Yeah. Like, stop it. <laughs> it's insane. But, like, it is genuinely taking advantage, though. Yeah. Because that's like, I mean,. I won't lie, we're doing all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people who want to look at video games news all of a sudden. So what you're saying is boycott mm. Sony because they're taking advantage yeah. of ill people. Yeah. Tell Sony from me that they are <laughs> taking advantage of a pandemic. Um, oh, interesting. Awful bastards. Interesting are you making time. a tea? Yeah. Oh, man. I wish oh, cool. I had tea underneath my duvet. Clara just, oh, cool Clara just brought me a, uh, a, a tea pot and was just like, <gasps> that'll keep you going. So, That's so nice. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Clara's been very good, actually, no, to be fair. Um, 
like she's been cooking all the meals and stuff like that so I, like for like the ninth time she made us lunch so I was like I'll make dinner tonight I promise I was gonna say have you just been pretending pretending to be really upset so you get all your dinners made for you no. so I'm really worried I actually can't I'm, I might shake the pan too much <laughs> I've just been working so I've just been like because we had like I got had an edit to do and uh, I just basically sat down for 16 hours edited it and then collapsed and just fell asleep <laughs> so i was like oh yeah i've just been sleeping loads and everyone's like oh are you okay it was like oh it's not the virus i feel healthier than ever it's just me being a moron um, i'm strong as an ox mm. i'm just badly organized uh, but yeah we're all on lockdown like we always said since the beginning of regular features we'd never do one over skype because we didn't think it would work but kind of coronavirus has forced our hand Really? Coronavirus is a big fan of Skype recording yeah. podcasts. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of that shit in the next few months. I guess like I'm going to deliberately leave like two second delays after every sentence just to uh, really ramp up the annoyance of a Skype call. I'm bad for interrupting people even when we're in person. This is going to be terrible. Yeah. I'm going to be shouting over you. Just really, really terrible behaviour. Did you see? Um, you know who? Uh, I think her name is it's Nicola something, but she's one of the Dairy Girls, and she mm. she just did like kind of a silly like innocuous tweet, which was just uh, listen in these trying times of working from home, some of you might be <laughs> tempted to start a podcast. <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> think of everybody else. This uh, they were like, she was like, yeah, this um, illness is particularly strong uh, with white males under the age of thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, well, as I'm sure you can imagine, the replies underneath are not good. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on her. We already had a podcast before coronavirus. We ruined it ages ago. (laughs) 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 Um, But, yeah, I'm glad you guys are doing well. I'm glad we all seem fit and able to do things. Um, Steve, newspapers? Up, up or yeah. down? What are we saying? Uh, well, <laughs> as the only person on the podcast who's uh, still working in the medium of something physical that coronavirus can be smeared on, yeah, uh, things aren't looking great. What about all the, the uh, news pub? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you could smear coronavirus on a pub and people aren't going to the pub anymore. So, yeah, no, it could be worse. Yeah. City AM could be a pub. Exactly. You could cover Logs Pub in City AM. But after this, like, nobody's going to be picking up newspapers off the ground on the tube anymore, which is, like, our bread and butter. (laughs) (laughs) Are you able to, like, like bump up your circulation numbers by adding in being like, yeah, we might have only handed it out to five people, but what about the people who picked it out of a bin? They do. That actually does factor (laughs) into the readership. Does it really? Yeah, they do, like, some sort of pseudoscientific statistical analysis to say how many people actually physically read one copy after it gets handed out what about so, if it's chip shop paper what count, does it count then i think they stopped using it for chip shop paper because the ink is highly toxic and it poisons some children <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes delicious do they account for like reading something juicy over the over someone's shoulder on the yep. train they'd be like that's one that's that all one. goes in <laughs> that all goes in that's why our readership's like four million yeah more it's like more than pe- the people that could possibly read it in London. yeah because <laughs> of all that juicy shoulder <laughs> you know when like in a post-apocalyptic scenes when um 
uh, a discarded newspaper sort of rolls across an empty street yeah. and it lands in front of the camera and the headline is something like really that counts. That, that, that counts as a reader as well we get we get those guys too. and if it is in a film then you get millions more oh, that's amazing that's gold mine really that's our, our best headline ever was uh Avengers. Uh, things, are look- yesterday. things are looking bad. <laughs> I yeah, also got re- millions. I really love the idea that the juicy headline in an Avengers thing is Avengers. Things are looking bad. <laughs> Obviously, we had to workshop that headline. That was uh, that was the first first draft. But well, it, um, it's got to yeah. be a headline that works in all markets, doesn't it? When you when you're talking about Marvel, so yeah, you know, it's true. You're, yeah. you're working with within constraints. I wasn't having a go. Uh, very much looking forward to Log listening to this podcast and having it, you throw in a pub under the bus. It's like, <laughs> it's like at least you've got a website that you can put stuff up on. You can't website a pub. I think we true. can say officially from regular features, medical department, the only safe pub in the world is the King Billy in Nottingham. So you mm. have to go. That's the only one you're allowed to go to. So make sure you keep going and spitting in it. <laughs> Just see how it goes. We'll have extra cobby wobbies. Yeah, double cobby wobbies. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, have we got any features? I got one. Would be funny if we were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> I got underneath this duvet about five minutes before we started, and it's yeah. getting really hot, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, done I a think- couple of couple of vo's from duvets recently, and that's about six minutes. You're going to be under there. Probably forty-five to an hour. Why didn't you yeah, take, it, take it away and see what it sounds like? Yeah, I'm gonna do that during the jingle. Okay. I like a regular feature. You like a regular feature too. Regular regular feature too. Malfunction. Malfunction. How's that? It's exact- That's absolutely fine. It's exactly the same. <laughs> it made no difference. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm I'm really disappointed this wasn't just one big joke and then you lifted it up and Reese is just there naked covered in beans in the background. <laughs> or I'm at the circus. You're in Trafalgar Square. <laughs> Coming just... to you live. <laughs> My feature is that I'm at the circus. <laughs> How have we not already done that? That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, we should do more out and about stuff. Like a podcast that... I, uh, Joe and I listened to the Alice James and John Robbins podcast. They recently discovered, I've stopped listening to it a little bit now, but they recently discovered that they were mandated by the BBC to just give them loads of uh, extra podcasts. So they just started recording stuff in like, they just went to a mini golf um, mm. and just recorded that. And they just went to like Winter Wonderland and recorded it. And I remember like, I shared it with someone the other day, but when the three of us went to an escape room in the back of a van, which doesn't sound legit, but it was a real one. Um, yeah. And... Like that was a great podcast. That was because that was a lovely time, really good. Yeah. Um, also, because we recorded it as the three of us having a great time reminiscing on it while we played it to Matt, who hadn't been there, who clearly cared way less about it than we did. <laughs> yeah, caring way less is a very uh, polite way of saying couldn't, <laughs> couldn't give less of a shite. <laughs> 
but yeah, there we are. We should do that. I mean, we can't now, obviously. It's a good yeah. idea. That's off the cards for a while now. No mm. more escape rooms. I do like the idea of just coming up with a load of ideas to do things. Be like, okay, right, when we're out and everything's fine, then we can do this. And then people come back and be like, what about those ideas you said you were going to do when you were definitely allowed out? So, ah, don't worry. <laughs> nah, I've lost interest now. <laughs> Joe, what you got for us? Uh, you two may have noticed that I have developed a little little new addition to the Scrabs brand uh, yeah. while in lockdown. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm growing a moustache mm. because uh, my girlfriend physically isn't allowed to leave me while I, <laughs> while I grow it. Um, and so several years ago, I grew a goatee on a bet because I am not blessed with facial, much facial hair. Mm. Um and it was disappointing to say the least. I grew it for a month. It didn't look very good. Uh, and then um, I decided this time, a few years later, let's see if I've got daddy jeans yet. Let's get the old, uh, let's get the moustache out. And so I'm on about day three to four right. of a moustache. Um, and I've been writing a daily diary, so I thought I'd, I'd present to you a diary of my um, my time growing a new edition to my face right so day one my lip hairs emerge like frightened mice from follicle holes they know the dark sweep of the razor's edge what it did to their brothers and sisters before them today it was to be their turn to become the morning sacrifice and yet it is 11am and there has been no sign of the killing tool Led by a braver lip hair called Brian, who lives in a mole, a few brave keratin crusaders push their heads into the light of a new day, terrified as much as hopeful. My moustache looks like a fine dark mist floating just below my nose. Day 2. I'm realising how sparse my facial hair is. It's not patchy, it's just like there's slightly too much of a gap between each follicle, as if they've all got a little back garden of skin and they've been efficiently (laughs) zoned by the local face council. It'll grow in, I tell myself. Once the hairs get longer, they'll basically tessellate and cover up the bare bits. You won't know unless you lift up a hair with a tweezer and say, Ooh, you're naked under there, missus! My moustache looks like someone's left a paintbrush in water for too long, then dragged it across my upper lip and the paintbrush hairs fell off. Day 409. My moustache hangs off of my lip like a bearskin shower curtain, so heavy that it actually pulls my top lip right down over my bottom lip, and I look a bit like Freddie Mercury, except with an even better moustache that makes Freddie Mercury look like a wimp. I'm the talk of the town. Children call me Man Walrus, a young Sam Elliott, old San Remo's mustachioed son, and the wall... Walking down the street, people just naturally assume I'm very strong. And I am very strong. Once a woman got trapped under a car after a bad accident, and I tied fronds of my tash onto the hubcaps and lifted it clean off her. Reader, she gave me that car. It's a Mercedes (laughs) SLC convertible. I'm driving it, right now, top down, outer edges of my moustache trailing behind, like the strings for a bunch of just-married cans. Except I'm flying solo, baby. King of the road, king of your face, emperor of the upper lip, daddy's home. Day 901. My moustache grew into my legs while I was sleeping. I knew it was going to happen. You know when you hear those urban myths about people with pet snakes and they've woken up and their snake is lying dead straight next to them in the bed, sizing them up to see if they could comfortably eat their sleeping owner? 
I had that last week, except my moustache was poking at my legs, seeing if it could get in. I tried to snip it off with scissors, but the scissors broke. All the hairs are shiny now. I think they've been dipping themselves in something to make them harder. I don't know what, and I don't know when, but they look dipped. And now my legs are the dip. I think my moustache is learning to puppet me, clumsily pulling up and down on my legs from the inside, piloting me around the well-appointed home after I, bo- after I bought after becoming the most famous man in London. This morning, it couldn't force me to take more than a step. This afternoon, it could make me move from room to room. I can't be sure, but I think it's trying to make me do the Carlton dance. <laughs> Day 902. I am a moustache. I am a moustache. I am a moustache. Oh, God, it's making me type this. I am a moustache. <laughs> Day 25,550. I am 100 years old. I'm encased in a 200-foot-wide ball of hair that flows and kinks and tangles and snangles from its home in my top lip. After I was puppeted to the top of world politics, I involuntarily decreed that the Millennium Dome be demolished and that I be laid down in the middle of where it used to be and given a little blanket to stop me getting chilly. (laughs) Over the course of several years, my moustache grew back out of my now hairy, crowded insides and began to coat me, occasionally ensnaring small animals for my host body to eat, like those horrible vines in Jumanji, the original one. I don't know what's happening in the outside world, but I think it's okay out there because I can sometimes hear tourists taking pictures with the outer layers of my moustache and a security guard saying, No touchy, dickhead! No one ever (laughs) mentions me, just my moustache. By the way, in case you were questioning the narrative possibility of me having a readable diary entry at this point, I'm writing this on my chest with a stick of rat shit. (laughs) Day zero, I'm free. There was a military coup, and someone gave me a shave with a big fucking tank. (laughs) Now what? I'm 102, face smooth as a baby's, everyone I ever knew is dead, and I live in the future. Time to fuck. (laughs) And that's my diary of having a moustache. I like it. I think it's all right. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm not even taking the piss. It looks good. Mm, Yeah. It doesn't look good in person. I think the... um, what, what do you call it on a webcam? Dithering? I think it's been dithered. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Are you drinking whiskey? Yes. God, mad. <laughs> oh, working from home is taking its toll already. I Look, like it. Let's pretend it's the evening, not a lunch break. Is that why you've turned off all the lights and shut out any natural light in your house? I'm <laughs> Great, good, good. On the good. webcam, you guys both moved to the uh, to the insides of the frame so that the left half of Gav's face was visible and the right half of Joe's oh, really? face was visible. <gasps> Did you screenshot it? You looked like you're on a DVD cover for a film where you have a split personality. Oh, it's so good. Let's make that the, the, the album art. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ace. That's really good. Oh, well, well, well. And 
And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's top tips for working from home. As you all know, we're all working from home. It's coronavirus self-isolation time. So I thought I'd I'd give people my top three personal tips. Only three. So I'm going to read them very slowly. (laughs) (laughs) With import. One, treat every day like it's a work day. Don't let your schedule slip just because you're no longer commuting to the office. That means waking up at a normal time, having a shower, shaving your face or putting your makeup on, and getting dressed in the pulsating orange wetsuit you wear when you're traveling through time enforcing chrono law, just as you did before you started working from home. 2. Just as it can be hard to start working, once you get going it can be difficult to stop. You need to bookend your day and create a clear delineation between work time and leisure time. You can do this by, say, (laughs) designating one room as your work area and physically leaving that room when you clock off, or by changing out of the iridescent lycra wetsuit which protects you from the searing hot tachyons as you tumble backwards through eons in search of time criminals. 3. Step away from the fridge. Put a bloody padlock on it if you have to. You're going to be tempted to snack. But if you make a packed lunch in the evening and get into the habit of only entering the kitchen when it's lunchtime, you might just get out of this without gaining 10 kilos and not being able to fit through the temporal rifts you can open using your time police issue chrono watch. Four. Take a walk when your shift is over. Simply by leaving the house and getting some fresh air, you can mentally change gears from work mode to relax mode and leave all the troubles of the office where they belong. That way, when you get home, your mind isn't still racing with thoughts of that rogue time fugitive who materialized in Victorian England to convince peasants he was an immortal god by showing them the new Animal Crossing on the Nintendo Switch centuries before it even came out. And finally, if you're feeling lonely, open a Google Hangout window with some colleagues and keep it running in the background. Even if you're not actually chatting, it can be comforting to have a little bit of company in the room. Or if your colleagues are busy, just create the intention to travel back in time to this exact point to hang out with yourself and you will suddenly appear in front of you. (laughs) But watch out. Working from home means your future self is almost certainly going to want to have a big wank And just like you learned on the first day of Time Cop School, if you ever see yourself come, you're going to collapse the time continuum and doom us all. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I will be taking no more questions at this time. (laughs) I've had a tough morning. The, The honking and the beeping around here actually has driven me to a point of uh, a slight mental break. It doesn't come out a lot. I mean... I'm talking very selfishly, like podcast wise, I can't really hear that much. Like, you're that's not what you were referring to, you were referring to to your own mental health. (laughs) Reese is not enjoying the the constant sighing that I do when the the beeping starts up again. Oh, so he's not even annoyed about the beeps, he's just annoyed about you reacting to the beeps. And yeah, and and then I'm describing increasingly violent retribution that I'm going to take against the people who are beeping the horns. You're yeah. making it sound like it's the fucking like thing in episode one where they buy the droids from. Like it's like you're on Tatooine and then it fucking going mental. It's a couple. It's a couple of shops. <laughs> Only four days into it, and like 
I've got a real bad tension headache. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hopefully, though, like, because this is the, probably the most time you've spent in one, in your flat, I guess, like, in doing weekdays. Hopefully, you'll just, just you'll start blocking it out. Yeah. That, that's what happened to me. Like, when I lived on Atlantic Road in Brixton, which is a very busy road, there was <laughs> this one guy. You know, the, when you walk past them, there's those, like, little shops that only one person can fit in and they kind of hang out them. It's basically a door, but when it opens, you realize it's a shop. Mm. But they, they sell, like, CDs and stuff like that. There was a guy who used to just pump out uh, Ghanaian music all day. And it's the same six tracks. And, like, oh what, when we first moved in on the week, it's like, that's Monday to Saturday he's open as well. So he just, Sunday, chill day. Um, but Monday to Saturday, that's what would be pumping out like from 10 o'clock in the morning till about four o'clock in the afternoon. And like by the end, I didn't even hear it. Lots of people were like, how, how do you live with that? I was like, I can't, I, I, it doesn't even register in my brain as a noise. So hopefully that happened to you. You'll go yeah. mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it should be the law that all car horns should beep at the exact same frequency. Yeah. Because it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the tunelessness of it all that really annoys me. Maybe, yeah. They can pick a frequency, but it has to be like a major third, so that it's, it sounds quite nice when they're all yeah. going off together. Yeah, so it's like a town tune in Animal Crossing. It can't possibly sound discordant. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's tuneless, discordant, and maddening. And it's not been very long. I didn't realise how sad this feature was going to get. <laughs> I thought we were bringing light into people's lives, but. It's horrible. This is worse than ever. Just one more feature. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you're recording. From Italy. Make it a feature. We're on, we're on lockdown, lads. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've... Just been checking up on quite a lot of the um, the Facebook groups that mm-hmm. I hang out in. Uh, generally, as this podcast has happened, I got added to a new one for our building. Um, mm. And I, honestly, it was like Chris. I stood up because <laughs> I was so <laughs> I was so excited um, because what used to be our building and it was like our building name then like uh, pet group um, and a, a, a lady started it so we could. Um, if you need anyone needed like pet sitters and stuff like that, because our building's kind of like people have businesses here, and uh, now she's changed it to just be normal and just like non-pet stuff. So it's like if anyone's having any problems, please post in here. And I was like, I, ca- I can't wait for this to start. This is gonna be great. Because Steve, your flat has uh, like a WhatsApp group, and even though we've both been forbidden uh, <laughs> by Reese to do any kind of featurey stuff out of it. When I when you showed the stuff to me in a pub or on WhatsApp, I just it's the best. Yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, uh, our building's WhatsApp split into two factions over some some petty uh, bin room behavior. It's amazing. But they've really shown their colors. Like one group is all sort of bitchy and gossipy. The other group's like genuinely helpful, trying to get things done. Yeah. And when the coronavirus stuff happened, uh, one group was basically giving tips and leads as to where to find toilet rolls so they can oh, buy it all up yeah and the other one the other conversation was all about like who needs toilet roll we've yeah. got lots spare who needs paracetamol 
Oh. You'll come and share everything we've got. I thought you were like, the other one was like, who needs toilet roll? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shitting in the bin room. <laughs> Try and stop me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, be, I've be just been added to that. So I guess as, you know, we don't know how long this is going to go on, lads. We could be quarantined and in isolation for months, years. Mm. Like, who knows? Um, but one of the ones anyway, uh, I saw, and this is one of the ones that is, I have to, sort of say at the top like do not feel sorry for any of these people um because they are all horribly racist like all of these people i'm about to read out i've changed their names but all of all these people have said something that is really not on uh, at some point so because this is one i just I, I i pop into this group as one of three different people um just because sometimes you get somebody else kind of like one of the other th- if I'm going as one person I can use one of the other two to kind of like fuel the fuel the flames a little bit um, <clears throat> can I can I ask my usual question of what other profile pictures on those three people yes you most certainly can one of, <laughs> one of them is just a tin of beans <laughs> but it's um, they're called mean beans and it was like I don't think they sell them anymore but Heinz used to do these beans um, that were like spicy beans mm. um, so one of them is that uh, one of them is just an old man with his thumbs up <laughs> uh, and other one is just a really really close uh, shot of a dog like mm-hmm. so it's like basically my face now is like that but it's a dog but his, his eye looks really watery and it looks it's an, it's, the dog is unwell uh, <laughs> um, but that's what's going on in those uh, profile pictures not, mm-hmm. not, not anything hilarious but you know it's fine um, so this particular conversation anyway started because uh, the supermarket that these guys all go to uh, decided to take the action of limiting uh, each customer to three um, of the same item. So it's not a limit on the type, like it's not a limit on the uh, number of items, just a limit on the type of product. Mm -hmm. So I guess like stopping people from going in buying like three massive bags of pasta or four Mm. massive bags of pasta and stuff like that. Um, Obviously I I literally have no idea how the staff are policing this as well, by the way because it, it feels like already in my head, it opens up all these different mad possibilities where you're just like, well, can I buy one pack of Pink Ladies, one pack of Granny Smith? And do you know what I mean? It's just like, or is it just like as apples? Is it just like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it kind of opens up, like cereal. Like, can I buy different types of cereal or is cereal just under one big umbrella? And you're like, no. Have, you, can you so get have like gone- three three boxes of shreddies and one box of frosted shreddies yeah that count as shreddies that's the thing is it a separate thing like these are conversations we need to be having and i'm sure we'll be having on this facebook group um but anyway so this idea (laughs) did not go down well with some people um denise just chimed straight in that's me fuck dan (laughs) (laughs) any any context seven in our house and my father he'll starve 
my god. <laughs> like, the others are much faster and stronger than he. I assume what she's saying is her father doesn't live with them, not going, there's seven in our house, and my father. Yeah. Her <laughs> like father's he... like the plus one. Yeah. And of don't... course, he'll be the first to go. <laughs> they don't count him. Doesn't also... even count him in the house. It also, she, she also feels like she's already just gone, well, that's the one that's not getting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we keep him in the fridge now. He might as well be food. We'll and... just leave it. But yeah, but the funny thing about these Facebook groups as well is they're obviously like frequented by people who barely use the internet and like Facebook for them is the internet. Um, mm. But like they just don't have any idea how to reply to things. So often you'll get people replying to a reply rather than replying to the original post. So you'll get all these different things like this person, I've put it in because this person Claire after Denise says that's me fucked then seven in our house and my father he'll starve Claire's just replied to that about time <laughs> but, but I'm assuming she's replying to the original post which is like <laughs> the supermarket is mm. uh, is yeah. to, you know implementing these new rules um, sounds like she's wishing death on Denise's father <laughs> it really does yeah. <laughs> um, and then Dave comes in says fine for most people but I have four kids um, and he put four in capitals and I said yeah but that doesn't mean you have to buy four packs of everything because you've got four kids surely I was like if you're making a bolognese each kid doesn't have his own fucking pan full does he it all, it all goes in the same fucking trough or wherever you eat out of. how sorry I, I'm not sure if I haven't paid enough attention but how are all these people connected is this for your building no, this is not for my belt. This is a local. This is one of the villages. Oh, okay. One of the villages that I grew up near. Um, right. Okay. Basically. Sorry, it's, I sorry, completely yeah. missed that. No, no, no. It's fine. I, I, I wasn't clear about that. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, it's basically like a thing for a local village that I grew up near, and they just post loads. It's mostly like, genuinely, I think ninety percent of the posts that I put in there are replying to people moaning about kids drinking in the street, and I reply to each one with "Boys will be boys." <laughs> <laughs> And usually that gets something going. <laughs> um, anyway, <clears throat> Minnie replies saying, what if I want to buy four chocolate bars then? It's a disgrace. Um, I said, I'm not having a go, Minnie, but I think maybe buy three, chop them up, stick them all in a big pan and make a big chocolate soup. That's what they did in the war. <laughs> <laughs> And Dave, uh, who he's the guy with the four kids, but he's also he replies to this particular character quite a lot. Um, the character, <laughs> but it's, it's me, but as beans. <laughs> um, so Dave replied, I said it's what they did in the war, and Dave replies, No, they did, and don't be so simple. And I said, Yeah, they did. I saw it in a film once. It's in that nineteen seventeen. There's a big twenty minute section of the two lads just melting down bounties. I didn't see what all the fuss was about. <laughs> <laughs> and Denise says, could we go out shopping in twos and have two trolleys? I said, what, like stuck on top of each other, like one of them London buses? I don't think Tesco will be up for that. And she said, no, not stuck on top of each other, side by side. I said, welded side by side. I don't know, <laughs> sounds a bit Mad Max to me. <clears throat> Susan says, I have a vague recollection of a sugar, so a sugar shortage way back. How did we manage then? Didn't our mothers get some sort of vouchers? 
Um, I said, I think I'm pretty sure what everyone started doing was just melting down biscuits, ice cream, and as I recall, bounties into a big <laughs> stew that everyone would take turns taking big cups out of it. Really brought everyone together, it did. <laughs> Dave, having none of it, says, that didn't happen. Uh, I don't know what you're thinking about. And I said, Dave, it definitely did happen because I saw her on Channel 4. The Bounty Blitz, they called it, but they, <laughs> but now they call it the Blitz for short because it's quicker. <laughs> Anne says, I was doing my weekly shop and ordered two four-pinters of milk, then added another two because my kids have been drinking lots of milk. Am I not allowed to do that now? I said, I know what you mean. I've just tr tried to buy a normal amount of milk, and Tesco have said I can't. I just put two, I bought two six pinters for my cereal, added a couple of fourers for tea, and then three of the little pint ones for my milkshakes that I like. Then, when I added the final six pinter for my bounty soup, they said it was too much. Jokers. <laughs> Dave replied, said, That's way too much milk. What do you need all that for? I said, I'm not going to explain myself to you, Dave, okay? How much bounty soup I make is none of your business. <laughs> he says, you're obviously taking the piss. Anne comes back in. I do remember something about big soups, but I don't think they had bounties in them. I said, yeah, they did. Stay out of this. Another person <laughs> not getting any of my soup. <laughs> Uh, Mark says, and this is kind of what we were saying, he said, I just saw some pasta sauce that was four for one pound. What are we going to do about that? There's loads of four for ones in there. What else can't we have? I said, well, to be honest, Mark, I think you make an excellent point because can we really count on that being a quality pasty sauce? I spelled pasta wrong. I said pasty. Uh, if they're selling them four for a pound, I bet it's quite watery. He says, it's pasta sauce, not pasty sauce, lol. Um, I said, my mistake. What would pasty sauce even be, lol? <laughs> <laughs> but then this is what happened. So a lot of people then were replying to um, Mark's original post, which was, I bet there's a lot of four for ones in there. What else can't we have? But they're replying to me. So when I say, what would pasty sauce even be? I got Susan chiming in going, beans? <laughs> 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 question mark Susan's a genius <laughs> and I said well you could have that with a pasty I reckon <laughs> and then Dave's replying to her saying spaghetti hoops question mark and I, so I just replied to him said yeah I wouldn't personally but put that on my pasty but I guess you could Dave says I meant four for one spaghetti hoops and I said Dave why would I want four of something I don't like <laughs> no soup for you Dave <laughs> another guy comes in Phil says what if I want four apples world's gone bloody mad and I said well Phil what you could do is buy a pack of four um, or buy three then shove one up your ass before you get to the checkout <laughs> and he just replied going why are you in this group just leave us alone <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Jesus. <laughs> I, the the webs you weave through this. Like I always come in going like, oh, Gav's gonna say like some funny stuff in replies, but I never expect it to be like a true narrative about <laughs> a big soup. <laughs> yeah. It's like the MCU. It ties all together. It's incredible. It, yeah, it that's the thing though, those ones can kind of derail what you come here for the first time because I kind of was just like I just latched onto the soup thing and I wasn't really paying attention then, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did the job, didn't it? So, very much so. 
Well, I've got a lot of those happening right now. So some of them are not as wild as soup. But who knows? I mean, that's the thing. If this goes on for years, that's just all, until the internet stops, I guess. Mm. Uh, this is Facebook might doing. be all we have left. I know. That's I wasn't cool. going to get into the whole uh, stockpiling or hoarding thing, but I'm hearing that the um, they're going to start rationing the internet. There's a there's a Reddit post I saw saying that they're going to start throttling Netflix because everyone's at home watching it. Really? So I'm going to start torrenting all of my favorite TV shows now. Hundred percent. That's yeah. not a good gonna, idea. That won't happen, will it? Probably not. No. But I'm terrified, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to do it anyway. I, I saw some I saw someone on Twitter saying that like the government are urging people to watch things in SD. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than watching things in 4K. Please, please think of your neighbours. Boris stands up at that podium and just goes, 480p, please. It's all we can afford. <laughs> the old people are dying, please. <laughs> it's like, well, I've paid for Better Call Saul in 4K. I'm bloody well having it. <laughs> what I want to look at every pore on Bob Odenkirk's face. It's not the same unless I can see his nose here. You know that, Boris. Come on, be fair. Call a spade a spade, mate. <laughs> and he has. We'll be uploading this episode in uh, 64k BPS mm-hmm. and mono. It's gonna It'll sound, sound like... like we've done it down an old timey radio. <laughs> yeah. It's going to sound like we're all doing it in quicksand just before we die. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it a lot. I'm Gandalf, and I put a spell on you because you're mine. The minds of Moria, that is. <laughs> Regular features. There we go. There we go. That's, uh, that's regular features from the week. Steve, have you got some Patreon people? Are people... Is that a thing? A, a well, pa- I, I think it would be on uncouth to ask people for money during, <laughs> during <laughs> the, probably the greatest uh, economic crisis that the country is going to face. If they're being rationed, they have more money. Yeah. So... That's all I'm saying. And as someone whose business, entire business, is set up on Patreon, <laughs> I, I dare say, Steve, that's quite an irresponsible way <laughs> of, of thinking. Um, as in, do you like my dog? Do you want her to eat? <laughs> that's, that's how I've right. been selling it to people. <laughs> so that's pubs, that's patrons, everything's going under the bus. Pubs, mm-hmm. patrons, papers, they're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> But if you'd like to support the Regular Features podcast through these trying and challenging times, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. Yes, please. Well done, everyone. We hopefully will see you next week. Bye. Regular Ficheros.